Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Happy holidays, everybody. It's Rodney with Video Games Now, and joined in studio by Mr. Cole. Hello. Hello. Hopefully my mic quality will be better this yeah. time. Yes. Yes. Rio's going, oh, it's about fucking time. That's about yeah. fucking right. time. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so, yeah, this is, it's Christmas Eve uh, when this podcast comes out, so we're going to talk about uh, holiday-themed things in games, and it's going to be a good time. Right, Cole? Oh, it's going to be a very merry time gonna be good so uh yeah i put the intro at the front for some reason i just want to be different but uh yeah it's gonna be a good podcast today so the gaming word of the week is brought to you by cole uh i forgot what it was oh Oh. it's uh cole the uh the best host besides will because i can't compete with will (laughs) get your coals in stores this christmas all right Cole's going out of style. Uh, so the gaming word of the week this week is cartridge tilting. Cartridge tilting is the practice of deliberately inducing glitches and other strange behavior in cartridge-based games. I can't talk today. By tilting the cartridge slightly in a slot uh, in the console enough for the connection to be altered but not completely severed. Cart- cartridge tilting creates similar effects uh, to using a corruptor, which include glitches such as character models becoming distorted, extremely loud noises, and particularly severe cases, both the game and the console itself may crash. Yes! I'm going to have a cartridge malfunction with your dog here. <laughs> My dog wants to play, play, play. That's all it wants Get to do. Get out of here. I'm trying to record. Go lay down, dog. Dog, we love you, but uh, I'm, I'm going to cartridge malfunction your life pretty soon. No, I'll use a different different term for it. All right. <laughs> all right vis- uh, visit videogames.ca to find all of our content, including our YouTube videos, social media links, and the latest gaming news. After the show, please leave a review on whatever you're listening to our show on to help spread the word about cartridge tilting. And finally, if you consider becoming a Video Games Now Patreon, as a Patreon, you get access to the podcast episodes one day earlier than everyone else, as well as a discount on VGN swag, exclusive stories, and you can listen to the podcast live on Discord as we record it. All right, let's get right into our first topic today, which is uh, basically, uh, it's from Gamify, Gamify's top favorite Christmas-themed video games, so uh, we'll talk about that. So the first one on the list is Dead Rising 4. Have you uh, played Dead Rising 4, Cole? Uh, I have, I have played... A little bit of Dead Rising. It, it, it wasn't my favorite zombie game, 
I there's there's some other zombie games I prefer, but I, it's it's kind of fun, and I, I like what they do with the characters and the and the world changing. Like in this picture, he's got the the Christmas lights all over the baseball bat, so it's really fun. That's cool. You do it in style, right? Beat up them zombies in style. Right? Do they actually have a snow? Because I know it, it takes place in the mall, right? Well, it's snowing in this photograph, but I don't know if it actually snows. So, you look that up. <laughs> I was saying video games now rather than, uh, uh, what is it, Dead Rising 4? Yeah. Is that the latest Dead Rising? Is there a fifth one? No, I don't believe there is, but uh, better look that up so we don't sound like a bunch of foos. Dead Rising 5. Uh, canceled? I don't know. It looks like there's some controversy around it, but... All right. Dead Rising 4. Time for another podcast for that. Snow. Snow. <laughs> There's a, a Dead Rising snow globe. Okay. With well, a baseball bat and a zombie head in a in a Christmas package. That's actually super cool. Yeah, it does look really cool. I like this a lot. I'm going to add that to my gaming shelf. Actually, all the stuff on my gaming shelf, which is um, the big-ass Titan from Titanfall, and this guy, whatever his fucking name is. Uh, 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 from, uh, from Watch Dogs? Watch Dogs, yeah. And then, the uh, first Watch Dogs. The first Watch Dogs, and then this guy is... Um, DX? DX, yeah. So I got all those from Will because he's over overflowing with collector edition items. I uh, going back to the snow globe when I was a kid at Christmas time. <laughs> Hi Mila. At Christmas time, my dad gave me a, a family heirloom. I was a little kid; I was like four years old. He gave me this snow globe, and my mom was like, "Don't give him that snow globe; he's gonna break it." My dad's like, "He's not gonna break it." I literally turned and dropped the snow globe on the ground, and it shattered into a billion pieces. <laughs> family heirloom snow globe gone. Frick, eh? Oh yeah, right. So don't give your kids snow globes. Keep your keep your snow globes to yourself. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of overrated at this point. Snow globes? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they were magical, but now that we have technology, <laughs> yeah. It, I, you yeah. go. You go. Well, I was gonna say like we. I went to Orlando in November. Orlando Resort. Yeah. Oh, I I got really quiet there for a second. Uh, Orlando Resort, and uh, we bought the only thing we bought trinket wise was a fridge magnet. It's like. Was it a fridge magnet of a snow globe? No, <laughs> could have been, but no. It was. Uh, it just was like a slate. It said Universal Studios. Oh. Uh, um, I was looking up. Apparently, that snow globe comes with the uh, the holiday edition of Dead Rising Four, which came out probably a long time ago. But uh, <laughs> my dog is being super annoying. But uh, it looks like you get the game snow globe, the steel box, and then a, a motorcycle with two chainsaws and some type of. Clown or a clown, snowman thing. Snow globe, Frank West holiday DLC pack, steel book. That's cool. I didn't know you can get a, a, a Christmas based package for the game. I'm sure a lot of these are gonna have uh, some sort of Christmas packagey like thing if they're gonna do a Christmas theme thing. And we're gonna have played none of them. Yeah, I know it's gonna be great. <laughs> well, I actually went into EB Games the other day, and they've it's. Pretty much 10, 10, 15, maybe even 20% actual physical games and consoles, and then it's 80% like toys. Oh, yeah, it's all toys. Like, EB Games is just like, it's Toy Central now. Yeah. I actually, I got my, uh, I went in there the other day and I got a, a Incineroar uh, Amiibo. So, Incineroar. Yeah, because Incineroar is the bomb. But yeah, it's just toys. There's like, uh, you're talking about the one here in Metrotown? Yes. Sorry for everybody who doesn't live in Vancouver. Yes. But yeah, they have one wall of, like, Xbox games, PlayStation games, and then the tiny little Nintendo a section. fucking sliver of Nintendo stuff, yeah. And then just, like, the whole back wall is just pop figurines. Yeah. And uh, they decorate the hell out of it. But, I mean, I'm glad they go all out for well, the season. Well, and they kind of have to. Like, um, 
you know, not a lot of people buy physical games anymore. So oh, when I was in there, I I was buying something for the first time in an EB Games for a long time. So like, do you have an EB Games card? So I, I gave them my EB Games card, which was gold, and they were like, oh, this is expired. So they bumped me back down to red. So oh. now I have the red one. I was like, oh my god, it's been that long since I've actually went to EB Games and bought something. Yeah, I used to have like the best one, like the Onyx. platinum. Or, oh, Onyx. Yeah, Onyx. I had Onyx, and then they bumped me down to platinum, and I felt hurt. And yeah. then I, if I go back, I'll probably be red. I don't go there ever. I was gonna say everything you get is online, or I just spend all the time at work. I need to buy an SD card for my Switch because I just downloaded Spyro, so I can play that uh, during Christmas break while I'm up there, up north. But. Like I have, I every new game I download, I have to like archive every game on my console to even install it. So yeah, I got a fat SD card for my uh, Switch because uh, I'm going to get Pokemon Shield this Christmas. I, that's the only thing I asked my parents for. I was like, I couldn't think of anything. I was like, Pokemon Shield. That was the best strategy as a kid. It's just like, what do you want for Christmas? Uh, I want a guitar. And they're like, you're not getting a guitar. I'm like, all right, well, I don't want anything. I then. want Pokemon. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not getting anything. Yeah. And then and then you get a guitar. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> a buddy of mine, his, uh, I, he doesn't listen to this podcast, but because he doesn't like, he doesn't like video games. He's a, he's a lame boy. But um, his little brother is a drummer, and his parents got him like a T-shirt for Christmas, and then got his brother an entire drum kit, like a, like a five thousand dollar drum kit. And he was like, "Oh, I see now who the favorite child is." So anybody out there who who feels like they're the less favorite child, just get Pokemon Shield. Yes. I have Pokemon Sword, so we should trade these. We actually, should. That's actually. Oh, you, we were talking about this. Which one you liked? Uh, you liked better. You liked it because of Dark Souls. I, I, I like Pokemon Sword because of Dark Souls. Is yeah. What? The, uh, uh, what's the dog in Dark Souls? Uh, I don't know. Stan? No, not Stan. It's Sif. Uh, and I googled it, and there's a picture of the Pokemon dog and Sif beside each other. Because it's the same thing. Oh shit! You're right. Yeah. Holy fuck! You're right. Well, there you go. they are running out of ideas. Well, I thought uh, I thought that's why you liked uh, Sword more than Shield, but if you didn't even know that, then I guess I was wrong. No, no, no. Uh, no, I got Sword because I'm an offensive t- type person. Oh, I just think the like the lion's mane, but also a shield. I was like, that's such a good um, yeah. metaphor, like yeah. simile. I don't know. I thought it was cool. I thought it was, I think that design is cool as well. So if I catch the legendary one, I'll trade it to you, and then you can trade the legendary one to me. But uh, have you watched our review of our, like, the VGN review of that? Um, I should have. That's the only thing I can do at work is, like, watch yeah. movies, but I'm on the work Wi-Fi, and I right. don't know how many videos they want me to watch, so I'm like, I have to pick which videos I watch during the day. But no, I haven't seen it. <laughs> work must be hard. I gotta pick which videos I watch. Well, okay, I, I have to sit and do paperwork <laughs> all day, so when my brain just can't handle the paperwork anymore, I'm like, I think I could probably squeeze in, like, one five to ten minute video. Oh yeah, yeah. I started at five a.m. yesterday, and I got home at midnight. That was my day yesterday. That's why I don't do set anymore. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> um. Anyways, let's uh, move on to the next thing here. Uh. So, oh, actually, let me read a little bit about this Dead Rising Four because we, we didn't even talk about. Oh it. yeah, <laughs> we, we brushed past. We talked about the snow globe. Yeah. Uh, much like how George A. Romeo's original Dawn of the Dead was set in a shopping mall, uh, was a commentary on the zombified undertones of. Consumerism. Dead Rising 4's mall setting during Christmas time seems to be even more specific comment on the consumerism within the holiday period. I'm sure there are plenty of you thinking, boo, you nerd. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, I just want you to know that I can destroy zombies with festive weapons. Just to say, ouch, my feelings, and you betcha. So, uh, that's super nice and cool. 
The next game on this list is a game that I will never in my freaking life play, NBA Jam. I I feel like when I was a kid I played like a, a original NBA Jam or something that looks in the same style as this that had like the big goofy heads and the the funky mechanics, you know? It's like a um a basketball game. Um it's like the Rayman Raving Rabbits of basketball games, Yeah, you know? I don't know. Well, I don't like basketball in general. So No, I love basketball. Oh man, I just I can't stand it. I just don't like how um, you literally can't breathe on anyone in, in, unless you get a foul. Like, or like, you breathe on people and you get fouled. It's a, it's a pretty physical game. I guess playing is different. I used to play in some leagues, and I mean, the, you guys would be hitting pretty hard. But uh, I like I was just a big fat headed Santa Claus dunking in this. Yeah, in this in this photo. Um, in high school, we played one game of contact basketball, and it was like the funnest shit ever. I played a game of contact basketball when I was in grade like nine, or what's that? I don't know what that is in American term. Uh, grade uh, grade nine. Yeah, yeah. this like sophomore or, or uh, oh well, grade nine. It's all the same. Whatever. But um, I remember there was three of us. The coach had lined us all up against the wall, and then put the basketball in the middle of the court, and then just would say, "You, you, and you do whatever you can to score." So they did that in the line, and I was the first one to get picked. So I ran out to go pick up the basketball, and then she was picking other people behind me. I picked up the ball. I turned around. My buddy was in the air with both of his knees out. And double need me in the chest, like full sprint, because I was just—I was the first one there. Basketball turnaround, boom! Fucking Knees connected my chest. I went flying. He picks up the ball, and then a third guy comes in and full body tackles him. <laughs> and while they were duking it on the ground, I got back up and I scored. <laughs> I won that round, but damn, it's fun. I can't believe your friend Falcon need you. Like, oh, he was an asshole. Oh, Jesus. He was my friend, but he was a—he uh, was an asshole. Um. We had a gym teacher in grade 9, too, where it just, like, didn't give a fuck. Like, we played contact fucking everything. Like, contact handball, contact soccer. Contact con- badminton, you're throwing the rackets at each other. Yeah, we didn't play no bullshit flag football. It was, like, full-on tackle. Oh, it was so, so good. Anyways, that was, those are the glory days. And then we got some some guy the next year. We're like, we're just going to play contact handball. He's like, no. We're you like, can't do that. Fuck. You can't even play Red Rover in schools anymore. Red Rover's banned. Because too many kids were breaking their arms because you link the arms together and you have to run through the arm link and kids were getting their arms broken. Oh, interesting. If you're going to break your arm, I mean, that's how you learn on the schoolyard. If you didn't break an arm or two, then uh, um, get out of here. In grade five, this is like super off topic, but whatever. <laughs> um, in grade five, we're playing octopus tag, which is um, oh, when you similar to hands? that. Yeah. It's sim- well, there's eight people on the center line in the gym and you have to try to get by them without getting tagged yeah I'm mean, yeah so I ended up running like uh and I got tripped and I fell into this girl and her like tooth went into my head uh! oh yeah it was brutal and then I so that knocked me out and um I remember waking up in like a pool of my own blood and they were like more concerned about the girl and her tooth and I'm like the fuck I'm bleeding <laughs> to death <laughs> Revive me! Yeah, you're so, like crawling around. Um, so that yeah, I have a scar on my hairline, which I'm sure will be not my hairline in a few years. It'll recede back a bit, and it'll be a nice open scar. The stress of knowing that a tooth went into my head would probably recede my hairline too. Yeah. <laughs> not okay with that. Yeah. Okay. So uh, back to NBA Jam. For those of you who are unfamiliar with the catchphrase, he's on fire. Uh, is it his shoes and boom shakalaka? Feel sorry for you and whatever your childhood managed to have. My childhood managed to just not have NBA Jam. I, I was about to say, I feel like this is very specific to this guy's opinion. Yeah, totally. 
Uh, NBA Jam is a, a cornerstone memory of my upbringing. So yeah, that, yeah it is. Yeah. It is very, <laughs> very, very cornerstone. Uh, whether it be dunking on my big brother, or just having fun with friends, and NBA, 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 maybe <laughs> NBA Jam was there. Um, so I'm just looking at the Christmas. Okay, if you want to play this game that is a universally praised for its fun and easy gameplay, but feel like you're not quite getting to the spirit of the season, the NBA Jam is for you. It's a better way to show Christmas spirit than to have uh, than have Santa dunk on LeBron. Except it's not LeBron; it's some white dude. LeBron's gonna be white in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. That was a joke. But, but yeah, no. Oh, I said a, I said a brutal joke uh, on the last podcast. Oh man, I gotta finish. I'll, this I'll show you. I'll show you after. And I immediately was like, that was a terrible joke. <laughs> I gotta cut this out. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I, I left it in there. But it, so everyone picked up on it. Hopefully. Anyways, um, now we're at Overwatch. So basically, everyone's dressed up as either a Santa dude or lady or an elf dude or lady. Very yeah. very creative. What are you thinking about uh, Overwatch Two? Do you um, play Overwatch 1? I haven't played any Overwatch. Is, is it Overwatch 1 now, or is it still just Overwatch? I'm not sure. But, it, like, everybody has been like, oh, do you play Overwatch? I'm like, no, I don't play it. So, like, I'm, I'm being slightly pressured to play Overwatch. Yeah, it's like um, 5v5, um, what's the word? It's like a 5v5 shooter, but cartoony, chaotic? Right. Okay, well, yeah, I'll check it out. I mean, um, people were saying, like, Apex was similar to Overwatch. Is that a good assessment? Um, I think Apex is, like, more like... I don't know. Well, I know Apex is a battle royale, and Overwatch is not. We need somebody on the podcast who's like, I feel like these games are for kids, you know? Like, Overwatch and Fortnite and Apex. I mean, I've got a lot of adult <laughs> friends that play it, but, like, I just... I just... I don't know. It's not for me. We need a kid on the podcast. Yeah, we need to we need to source out a thirteen year old without getting arrested. Yeah, <laughs> just come and talk about Fortnite. Oh my god, there you go. We need an intern who just comes in and talks about Fortnite because that's what the uh, that's what the people want. Fortnite, Overwatch, and uh, Apex. Because yep. I don't know enough about these. Well, Bradley, our our VGN brethren, is uh, very well versed in uh, Apex as he plays a lot. Mm. And we were bitching about it in the last podcast, actually. But, uh, anyways, uh, not every game needs to be strongly detract, detract from its main game elements in order to play respect, pay respects to the holiday period. Overwatch is a perfect example of this. Winter Wonderland, a season game expansion that offers festive character skins, snowy landscapes, and brawls. Yeti Hunter and Mai's snowball of offense. Simple but effective. So that's Overwatch. Cool. All right, moving on into Nintendo Land. Uh, I love we Nintendo Land. Nintendo. That was a good game. Nintendo Land? Like, playing that game drunk was, like, the funnest fucking thing. That was, like, the mini-games, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. Oh, was, was it on Wii or was it on... It was on Wii U. That was, like, the launch title with the Wii U yeah, to, like, demonstrate right. how great that Wii U gamepad was. Fishing! Yeah. That game actually sold me on buying a Wii U, ironically. Like, really? I, I played the the Zelda mini-game, mm-hmm. and I was the archer, and it was, like, fucking so much fun. I remember that, yeah. And I, uh, when I had the Wii, the regular Wii... They had the crossbow that you could, like, stick the controller into? Yeah, yeah that was a good stick. Um, but anyways, I played that game solo as Archer, and I almost, like, 100% completed that Zelda game except the last level, because the 100% completed, you need to not get hit Oh. on every level, and the last, there was one spot in the last level where it's like I could not get past it without getting hit. It was f- super fucking hard. Rough. Anyways, uh, so I, I said Nintendo Land, but I actually meant Super Mario Odyssey. <laughs> We're moving into the Nintendo land of... of the, here's a Nintendo game on the The Nintendo list. of lands, yeah, okay. Uh, so we're in the Snow Kingdom on Super Mario Odyssey, and... Uh, is this just, Snow Kingdom? Is You've played all of Odyssey, you're a yep, big Odyssey fan. Yep. 
is the Snow Kingdom already a part of it, or is it yes. like something that they've added on in the Christmas? No, it's already a part of it. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I haven't played it with like the winter update, so I don't know if they added anything special or whatever. So, did all of the uh, clouds have Santa hats? No, they did not. Does Santa exist in the Mario universe? Uh. Like, is is Santa uh, a part of it? I mean, he probably could. Okay, I mean, well, Mario I need to get something exist. since we're talking about Santa. Santa. <laughs> How do you put this? Santa's my least favorite part of Christmas. What it like? What, I, I like it as like a German folklore, but the, what Santa has turned into is like I just think it's so st- <clears throat> it's so stupid. Like when you're a kid and your parents are like, a guy comes down your chimney and leaves presents, and then like they find out when they're like little kids that it's not real, and they're like all the kids are freaking out. You know, it's like this huge crazy ordeal that we c- came up with for like no reason. Am I the only one who thinks this? Am I crazy? Um, that should be our poll. That should be our poll. Do, who here likes Santa? Who thinks Santa's a good idea? Because, like, it's just a lie you tell your kids. That's all that it is. So they're good. I, <laughs> I guess I, I, I didn't think about that. I guess... Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Here. I'm going to read something I found on the internet earlier today that literally pissed, made me, like, laugh so hard. This piss, is, this is super. Ring? This is super offensive, everybody. Because I... <laughs> Okay, so apparently, so I'm pretty sure an adult wrote this, but there's a there's three letters from this kid, a to Santa? kid to Santa, and then Santa's responded twice, and then the third letter was just like his final response or whatever. The kid, so the kid says, "Dear Santa, I'm writing this uh, the day after Christmas, and I'm very sad. I only received one of the two presents I asked for." Since uh, you ate my cookies, I will assume that my missing gift was a mistake. I will give you one week to fix this. Oh my god. <laughs> and then Santa wrote back, uh, Dear Jeremy, I'm sorry you were disappointed with your presents. Uh, you asked for two very expensive presents, and Santa can only do so much. You need to learn to be grateful for what you have, not upset for what you don't. If you continue to complain, I will have no choice but to add you to the naughty list next year. And then this kid loses it and sends a letter back and says, Dear Fatty. Your, <laughs> your threats don't scare me. Play your game and you did not deliver. This is not okay. I will give you one week and then you will pay. And then he said, P.S. I don't know why you care that it's expensive when you have elf slaves that make things for you. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I don't. I think you are naughty for having slaves. And then uh, Santa says, Dear Jeremy, you are being a very bad little boy because you cannot be happy with what you have. I have talked to your parents and told them to take away your Wii U. Now that you have nothing, once you learn to be grateful, perhaps you can have it back. I'm very disappointed in you, Jeremy. <laughs> you will have to be an extra good boy this year if you want to make it back on the nice list. Oh my god. And then, uh, last letter, it says, Dear Santa, I do not like that stunt you pulled with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> if, you are on the, uh, if you are on my naughty list now, be afraid. You look slow and easy to kill. Enjoy your cookies next year because they will be poison. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Jeez, I read this and I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm pretty sure an adult wrote that, but like, it's not very far off from kids nowadays. Kids are pretty funny. I think a kid could could pull that off. That's like, you know, when you're you're going into an argument, like at work or whatever, and you're you like play it out in your mind how you're gonna say something, and then you like play out how their response is gonna be. Yeah, and then you kind of play back and forth, and you're like, yeah. Dad, that's how this conversation is gonna go. And I feel then- like that kid was like, you got a week, Santa, and then Santa totally curveballed him, and he's like. Nope, nope, gotta keep it on track again. And then Santa curveballed him again. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, if Jeremy has enough, is old enough to have a fucking attitude like this, but can't spell the, use the right deer. What do you write? Like D-E-R? D-E-R. Mm. 
like he spelled a ton of words wrong in here. But you read this and like the very blocky printing, like he could be in grade one or two. But yeah, Jeremy's an asshole. <laughs> Jeremy deserved to be on the naughty list. Yeah, he's on my naughty list. All right, back to uh, you know. Is Nintendo, Santa Nintendo. Claus in the Mario universe? <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe. I mean, like I said, Mario doesn't exist, so anything's possible. But, but and in, in Mario's unexistence, does Santa Claus also unexist in his fake world? <laughs> Am I it's, digging into this too it's, much? It's actually just Mario uh, in a... In Woohoo! A, yeah, uh, Here's your presents, kids! <laughs> That'd be a fun little game. A uh, game where you have to get to all the chimneys? All the chimneys is Mario. And they're all just Goombas, so you kill all the kids afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> Savage. Here's uh, a fire flower. Yeah. Alright, uh, sometimes little things that go the long way. In the latest Super Mario game, amongst the range of diverse locals, including sunny beaches and hot deserts, the Snow Kingdom is peppered with Christmas flair. The sound of sleigh bells in the distance and certain enemies wearing Santa hats makes you almost not want to jump on their dumb heads. Almost. That, all that being said, you f- uh, will be filled this Christmas cheer, che- uh, with cheer while you defeat your foes and try not to think too hard about how these creatures donning Santa hats obviously celebrate the holidays just the same as you. <laughs> see? See? They're asking the same questions. Yeah. The hard questions. Oh. Alright. So, uh, oh, jeez. This is cool. Okay, now we're moving down the list here. We're on Hitman, and Hitman's dressed like Santa Claus. Yeah, I feel like Hitman would be a good game to have a Christmas themed in. That would be funny if you have to kill Santa at his workshop. And everybody around there is like elves? No, but the the Hitman dude is Santa Claus. Yeah, I, I can see he's okay. dressed up as Santa, but wouldn't that be a fun level where it's like, or Mr. Santa's been like, got too many kids on the naughty list, or, or uh, Agent 47's on the naughty list, and he's got to go strangle Santa? You like take your kid to the North Pole and find a corrupt, like, yeah, <laughs> like conspiracy going on at the North Jeremy Pole, and could you're be like, your, okay. your assistant, they could poison Santa's cookies? <laughs> That would be kind of fun. I, I would I would laugh at that. I, I think that game would be rated R so fucking fast. Eh, probably, because what do you do in Hitman? You kill, like, cocaine dealers and and, uh, and pimps and stuff, but if it's Santa Claus... It's like you're taking a mythical, like, figure that spreads cheer and turning him into, a, like, a demon, basically. He's like, it's uh, uh, Santa's cocaine factory. It's getting all the elves to cut up his cocaine. Yeah, no, I mean, you kind of have to do cocaine if you're doing, like, a 28-hour fucking trek across the world. It's true, yeah. yeah. Fair, okay. There you go. I want to see a, I want to see Hitman where he has to take out Santa. <laughs> That's it. Hands Again, down. more ideas coming out of the Video Games Podcast that are going to get right? stolen. Right, we got to write down all of our ideas. Well, okay, before we were talking about Hell Let Loose, I'm like, okay, I'm trademarking this idea. If anyone makes this game... It's our, it's, it's our game. It's our game. And then it fucking came out. But I they, get back on Hell Let Loose. Yeah, I know, me too. They've updated a bunch of stuff on there, so... Actually, uh, before I go to the next, or read into this for the Santa thing, I got an email today from Sea of Thieves. What? Um, they uh, they gave me like st- my stats for all year. Oh, what? So it's like how much gold I collected, how many quests I've done, and stuff like that. No way. Yeah. How so, many people you killed and stuff? What you? Uh, it doesn't tell you how many people you killed. It tells you how many ships you sank, which was for us thirty. No, thirty-five seems low, but uh, whatever. Yeah, we can look at that after. But I just thought that was a nice little touch, and it reminded me. Hey, I'm Sea of Thieves! Right now. Sea of Thieves is still there. We should go back and play that. Oh my god, I've been hankering for some Sea of Thieves. I've just been waiting for time off to play it. Yeah. All right, so back to Hitman here. It says uh, I'm going to level with you here. Most games that have a Christmas incorporated into them usually don't lean towards lighter material. The Hitman is a prime example of this, and it's a holiday. It's Holiday Hoarders DLC as Agent Forty Seven. You work your way through the decorative Paris on a mission to stop two thieves you plan on stealing Christmas presents. 
all amongst all the Christmas cheer, you can saunter through in Santa Claus outfit and take care of business. You can almost think of it as Home Alone, only more deadly. Dude. An actual, like, Home Alone game would be kind of fun. Like, not just... Not like the original one that they make, but yeah, I know what you but, mean. But, like, you're the kid. Or, like, you're you're not the kid, you're a kid. And then yeah. it just changes kids. Yeah. And you're in a new house, and these one burglars keep hitting, like, all these multiple houses, and then mm-hmm. you got to figure out how to booby trap your house. Yeah, and... you set up the booby trap, and then that would, yeah, that would be kind of fun. That would uh, that would probably be a PC game. It would I be think. fun, like um, like a Friday the Thirteenth kind of game style, where two people play as the thieves, and then like one for, or like there's a bunch of people who play as the thieves, and then a bunch of people who play as the kids. Oh, that'd be super cool, right? Like where the kids have to set up the booby traps, and thieves have to try to get in. Yeah. through the certain certain. Spots and it's like in the a two v two multiplayer. Thing. Yeah. Oh, dude, that would be that so would be really sick. fun. We gotta oh, more video games now ideas. <laughs> yeah. Write it down, kids. All right, so we there's probably one dev listening to our podcast that's like, oh, I'm gonna steal that idea. Make that idea. Yeah, it's mine now. And give us a special thanks to Video Games Now podcast at the end, at the very end of the scrolling credits after yeah. you beat the game. All right, so we're gonna make this game in about a weekend, and <laughs> right, and uh, and but would it be? I think it should be like um, realistic models. You know, like uh, would it be like an eight bit or would it be like? It's got to be like a, a like a fully designed house, like like Siege, like uh, like Rainbow yeah. Six Siege, but yeah. the. Um, where you get the five people defending and the five people attacking, yeah. but there you go. So, what happens to the kid? Like, so obviously, if the kid gets caught, what ha- do they tie him up and then they turn on all the sinks, like in Home Alone. So maybe, actually, maybe they're they're breaking into the house to find all of these, like find all the valuable stuff. Mm-hmm. So the more valuable stuff the the burglars get, the higher points they get. And then, but they have to have like a stamina bar because if you're getting hit in the face with a a, kink, a paint can, you can only take so many traps before you like, yeah, you're out. But say like, uh, and the kids can't get caught, you know, if the if the kid gets caught, then he's yeah. So or he they, they they like they had to hold up the kid, and the other kid has to like rescue him or something. There yeah. could be, there could be some mechanics there. This is gonna be a good game. This is gonna be a, good this be a great game. Yeah, <laughs> you could have different like level designs, or you could even have like. Um, not at a house, but like, would they have the Home Alone two in New York? You could be in like a hotel or something as a different level design. That could be like so. The two v two could be what we talked just talked about, mm. but that could be like uh, an eight v eight or something. It's like eight people, and it's like a hotel, and you got the massive multiplayer the, oh, online for Home Alone oh. it becomes like an EA sports game, and <laughs> people are playing it competitively. And then hotels are like, oh yeah, if you use our hotel, the carpet's got to be this color, and fuck, yeah. yeah, yeah, fine. Okay, let's not go down that route. Um, EA. Uh, anyway, so Hitman looks cool, and, uh, and then we got off topic with Home Alone. There we go. Okay, so now we're at the Escapist, Santa's Sweatshop. Sounds about right. I wanted to play the Escapist. I've never played it. I'm fuck. I haven't played fucking nothing. Like I, every every game, everyone brings up. I'm like, I've never played that. I know. These ones are kind of obscure, though. Like when I when we first talked about doing this topic, um, I play a lot of Ark, and they always do a Christmas event at Ark. Where all the dinosaurs have like Christmas hats. They do one at Halloween and all these things, but they have like the the Santa Raptor fly across the sky, and he goes oh 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 oh, and he drops presents on you as you're as you're playing. That's what I was thinking of when we were going to talk about this, but then I couldn't think of anything else that had a really good Christmas theme. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, there's little events sprinkled in here and there, but yeah, this this is actually pretty good. So, uh, all right, so this is uh, the Escapist, despite its retro, almost cute aesthetic. Uh, the Escapist is a pretty brutal game about surviving and escaping prison. <laughs> Santa's Sweatshop is a free add-on to the game in which you play an elf named Broody. Much of the moment-to-moment action is the same, but with a lot of flus- festive flair. I can't say that word without stumbling. Festive flair? Yeah. I guess I wouldn't have been able to say it unless you said it right before I did. Yeah. 
Uh, it turns out Santa isn't the only lovable, uh, only, isn't the lovable character that we all know him to be in, in the fact he's inflicting suffering on his elves under his cruel regime. So this regime? is Regime? Kind of, yes, regime. <laughs> regime. 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 <laughs> the Santa regime. So that's kind of like what we were just talking about with Hitman. Yeah. Yeah, see, Santa doesn't have to be a good guy. Yeah. Black Christmas. Do you see all those Black Christmas YouTube ads? Black Christmas coming out Friday the 13th. <laughs> Sorry, can't carry on. Uh, all right, next game is the Die Hard Trilogy, which is a game, apparently, that I, I didn't know that. That looks pretty old school. That looks super old school. That looks like PC in the like ni- like early 90s. That looks like my, uh, my Game Boy Color game. Yeah, the, uh, what do you call it? The, the UI is really busy on this screen. Mm. Kind of looks like Doom, almost. Kinda. Or Grand Theft Auto, like the bird's eye view of Grand Theft Auto, but yeah. if it was in first person. Yeah. Alright, so the old age debate has made its way into the Gamify list. Yes, listicle. it's a Christmas movie. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Is that the, what the debate yeah, is? Yeah. It, yeah. So uh, I'm not going to get caught up in making arguments for that. I'll uh, argue anybody. I'll fight anybody. I'll go to the hotel that they shot it in. I'll fight somebody there. Is it Christmas during... Yeah, 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 it's a Christmas movie. He goes to visit his wife at her Christmas party at her her um, hotel, and they get attacked by terrorists. And it's like it, the whole thing is there's snow and there's there's Christmas lights. He he kills a, a terrorist and puts him down the elevator, and he writes, "Now I have a gun, ho ho ho!" And the guy's dressed up as Santa Claus. It's a Christmas movie. <laughs> All right, copy that. Sorry, I just anybody who doesn't think that is like psycho. All right, so uh, skip ahead here. Uh, the Die Hard trilogy is made up of three games, each based on one of the movies. Sixty percent, sixty-six percent of this game is Christmas themed. That's more than the re- than most of the entries on this list. The game I feel has the strongest Christmas ties as, I w- as it would have be, uh, been a per- first-person shooter based around Die Hard Two. Cool. That's but have cool. you seen all the Die Hards? I've seen one and two. Two. I think I've seen three. Is the one where he's like getting revenge for one, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah that's right. Because uh, that's the one with uh, Samuel L. Jackson in yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, and Jeremy Irons, I think, is in the third one. And then I saw the one with uh, what's his stupid name, the Apple guy, Justin Long or something. I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's the fourth one. And he plays his son or something. Oh uh, no, he plays a hacker, and then it's like a fire sale. I like Justin Long, but I I, haven't, I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, so that one was okay. The fifth one was kind of dog shit. This is just stop making them. Bruce Willis is getting too old now. Yeah, he's but he'll never stop. That guy's psycho. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure... Is he a method actor? Do you know? I think he's a meth oh, okay. actor. Got it. No, got, it. got it. Got <laughs> it. Hey, sorry, uh, Bruce Willis yeah. is listening to this podcast. I was going to say Bruce... Sorry, Bruce Willis. Don't come die hard us. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's Christmas. Oh, shit, it is. All right. All right, so we're on Batman Returns now. When people are talking about Christmas movies and games, this one is often forgotten. However, the majority of both the movie and the game take place during the holiday season. Batman Forever's video game tie-in was draped in as much tinselly, shiny decorations as the film, ca- film count- counterpart. It's sometimes. like a Hallmark movie. Oh my god, there's every, so much. Every frame has to have Christmas in it in a Hallmark movie. That's in the contract. While you're making a Hallmark movie, every frame must have something from Christmas in it. It's psycho. It's got to have lights. It's got to have reefs. It's got to have snow. It's got to have oh, yeah. sh- Christmas shirts. The first show I ever worked on professionally was... Um, Okay, actually, no, the second show um, was called Anything But Christmas, and I was in... I was in <laughs> Were you like, God, Anything But Christmas? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, dude. Uh, so it was uh, off-topic, but whatever, it's Christmas-related. Um, 
I was in set deck. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, I was a set deck trainee. And basically, here's how, here's how set decorating works, folks. You have to find all the shit, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. So you're going to go to rental houses, you're going to buy the stuff, and you're going to just, like, loan it from wherever. Yeah, the, and right? some de- some designers will have just a warehouse filled with Christmas shit because they do so many Christmas movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, we rented and bought over 2,000 items for this three-week, like, movie of the week. Wow. And we had to photograph every single item and be like, this is a rental. This is a we own. This like it was madness. And you were like, I don't want to do set deck anymore. Yeah. Uh, well, I was like stoked to be in film at that point. I oh was, yeah. I was unjaded. You were fresh. You I was, were, I was you so were starry fresh. eyed. Oh yeah. And oh. then Christopher Lloyd was in the movie, so I was even more like freaking nice. out. Yeah. Uh, and then the rat party was on a yacht uh, with Rodney. Him. We got to we got to make Christmas now again, Rodney. Yeah. That's um, a terrible Christopher Lloyd. That was pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> I do what I can. I tip my hat to you. Um, but anyway, so. It was in July in in the interior, so it was like forty degrees Celsius, which is like a hundred Fahrenheit, I think. And, and so Christopher Lloyd's dressed up as Santa Claus with his warmers on. Yeah, so we're dressing this house in, in like Christmas stuff that we rented, and it's so hot, like we're like dying, uh, putting up like tinsel and uh, garland and all this stuff, and it took us sixteen hours straight to dress the outside. And then another like twenty to dress just the inside. Jeez, and it was fucked. And and they didn't pay overtime on that show. Well, because it was a hallmark. It was a hallmark, yeah. Rough. So yeah, I, I would have so gone I, home at my twelve after twelve hours. I've been like, see ya. Yeah, but then the movie doesn't get shot. And it's fucking fucked. And That's of it. course, at that point, when you're like just breaking in, you're like, you'll do anything. You'll to do it. anything for it. Yeah. Yeah. I worked for you, didn't I, on my first show when I was still new in Star Yeah, Yeah, I remember. And I was a JD old fucking You were, man. I looked I I was we were at the age when I was like, Oh my god, the KPA so so he was like like this high figure. Now people treat their KPAs like shit. Well it's cause they are shit. Mm. Um anyways. Uh <laughs> just like bashing our I'm bashing our, our employees. Our employees. Anyways, uh so that's that was Batman Returns. Now we're on Saints Row four, how the Saints saved Christmas. Uh, this is a. What does that shirt say? What does the shirt sound? Now I like? have a machine gun. Ho ho ho! ho, ho. ho. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, much like Dead Rising, Saints Row has always been a self-aware over- and over-the-top game. Creators were never interested in making an, in- an introspective and thought-provoking narrative filled with timely messaging and symbolism. They simply wanted to give the players an outrageously fun experience. Framed entirely as a tale told by Cracking Fire, How the Saints Save Christmas spins a yarn of your own character losing sight of the real value of Christmas, just as the review of the fu- reveal of the future itself, enslaved by a very evil Santa Claus, and it's spelled like C-L-A-W-S. Very creative. You'll find a demonic gingerbread man singing carols wearing appropriately garnished Christmas jumpers. The game is vulgar, laugh-out-loud funny, and non- nonsensical entertainment. Christmas is a time to enjoy all, of the- all three of these things. Cool. That's good. I didn't play much Saints Row. Hey, look, there's an actual Home Alone game. I, uh, that's what I meant. I looked up this list like before coming here, and I saw that. <laughs> but that's uh, not as good as our Home Alone game. No, our Home Alone game is going to be fucking lit. Jeepers, that guy wrote a lot about that Home Alone game. That's a big goal. Did he? Oh, yeah, I'm not reading all that. Fuck that. Um, but that looks... See, that's what I meant by 8-bit. You know, like, that That kind of looks like... Um, looks like good quality 8-bit game, you know? Like, the, the, the pictures are nice, and the color is nice. I think that's... No, that's 8-bit. I was going to say, is that more 16-bit? It could be. Uh, I'm looking this up. I think that's 16. It, actually, it could be 8, too. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Everything looks so good. Home Alone. 
Depend, yeah, depending on what it was released for, you'll know. But Hello, any- video game! Jeez, you're tired, eh? No, Why? I... Uh, you're fucking tired, are you? I had to I, work today. I had to work today, because I was lazy yesterday. For an hour. That's true. Alright. So, yeah, Home Alone, Christmas game. We're going to look up if this what this came out on. They have two. They have Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2 games. Did the first one do so well? That they got another <laughs> they one? got another one? Oh, it's by Bethesda. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Well, Wikipedia. Can we talk about Wikipedia for a hot second? When was the last time you went on Wikipedia? Fucking never. Never? So, Wikipedia, they're like... They, they're a completely free, independent site, right? And they were like, hey, in order for us to stay independent, we need, like, a certain amount of money. And, like, out of the... How many people use Wikipedia? Like, out of the 60 billion people that use Wikipedia, nobody gave any money. And now they're, like, completely broke. <laughs> and every time I go on there, there's all these pop-ups that are like, please, if everybody who was on here right now gave $2.75, we'd be able to save Wikipedia. And I'm like, I like Wikipedia. But I just can't give them two dollars and seventy five cents. <laughs> I can't do it, and no, no, neither can anybody else. It's no. insane. That's well, it. Isn't it? Isn't it like a f- user based like information thing? Yeah, but the people who monitor it and run it and stuff are, are all independently run. And I mean, it takes a long time for all these people like monitor and and run Wikipedia, right? right? So it's like they're just like they're going to have to add ads, and it's going to become an ad site unless uh. they can get all that money. Exactly. And they're just like, everybody just needs to give like two bucks and we'll be able to save Wikipedia. And I just, I can't do it. Well, we, I want to. I want to, but I just don't know why I can't give Wikipedia $2.75. We should ask a rich guy to give them a lot of money. A really dumb rich guy because he uses Wikipedia. No, I think Wikipedia is good because like right now, if I want to see what um, what this video game was released on, I can just go onto Wikipedia and see that it's a Bethesda game. And... Um, uh, where was it released on platforms? Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, um, Gear Game Boy, MSDOS, Amiga. I've released on quite a few things. Hmm. 1991 is when it came out. Well, the movie did, did come out in uh, 1990, and then Home Alone 2 came out in 92. So I'm just reading the gameplay of this. Uh, this is just the it, the gameplay is just literally the plot for Home Alone. Oh, that's annoying. I, I hate it when they did that. I hate when they do that. They did that with all the Harry Potter games, and they could have made it so much more exciting. Um, like, they directly translated the movie into, like, a video game, essentially. Mm-hmm. And you're basically just, like... It just kind of takes the fun out of playing the game. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the the Harry Potter, um, the... Um, Lego? The video game Chamber of Secrets. The one for, like, the PC... I had the one for PC, oh, okay. and it was pretty pretty intricate. You know, you could like duel people, and you could learn different spells to, to be on the dueling platform. Right, and, like yep. the, the puzzles were kind of intricate, and you had to collect chocolate frogs and and the uh, the famous wizard cards, like yeah. and jelly beans and stuff. I remember uh, we play. I played one for the Game Boy, the Chamber of Secrets for Game Boy, and that one was kind of fun too. I think I played. Either Philosopher's Stone or Chamber of Secrets for Game Boy, and it was like the top-down yeah. view, and it was like an RPG, and you'd get into the fight with people. It was like Pokemon, but you'd have like you'd just get different spells rather than Pokemon, and you'd have that to was fight. the that was Philosopher's Stone. The one I had, you it was real. It was an RPG, but it was like real-time RPG. Okay, yeah. So th- those ones were kind of fun, but yeah, like I said, I just don't like most of the time. Like a, a game from a movie is shit. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm trying to think of a good. Like, game um, from a movie. was the new Spider-Man game for PS4 
Uh, uh, no. That was its own thing. That right? was its own thing. Yeah, so that's why it was good. Yeah, it was based on the um, the Sinister Six, which okay. they haven't really they they touched on it in Spider Man uh, in Spider Man Two, the um, Andrew Garfield one. Right. The the, one- the third movie that they were going to make that never got made was going to be the Sinister Six. Okay. And it never happened. Well, um, I didn't like Spider-Man 2 with Andrew Garfield because Emma Stone died, so... Oh, dude, that was like... That that literally ended that whole franchise right there. Like well, that. Well, I, it's funny that I didn't think Emma Stone was that hot until that movie. Oh, really? Yeah, that was what I was like, alright, Emma Stone's hot. I, I don't know why I... Oh, I mean, even in like Easy A. In Easy A, she's supposed to be like... I, I mean, I thought she was, she was also hot. in high school. I, yeah. I thought she was hot in uh, Zombieland, like when like. But that f- came out after. Did it? Did it? I think Zo- Zombieland was like 2010. I think. So I have not seen the second Zombieland yet. And Neither I have I. Yeah. I hear it's it's good. They make a lot of cracks about the original oh, uh, Zombieland they, in the in the new one. They make fun of their own movie in the second movie. Yeah, because what was That's it? Hilarious. Ten years later. Yeah. Or something like that. So like they make a joke and they'll be like, "That's so 2009 or something <laughs> like that." Yeah. Okay. Okay, back to video games, folks. So, before we get to that, why don't we get to our poll from last week. Uh, we asked you guys, which console is your first priority next holiday season? And the winner right now is the Xbox Series X. So, Oh, yeah. Is that the one that looks like a tower? The one that looks like a fridge, yeah. Yeah. How big is that going to be? Apparently, uh, one sec, I gotta... Uh, we're going to measure it right now. Right now. Grab that controller. So Wait. apparently the yeah apparently it's three controllers high. So we're just gonna measure it right now live. This is a that's a, a Nintendo controller. Okay. <laughs> um. So that's what, not that. That's not terrible. No, that's not. That's, that's not terrible. That's not terrible. But it. Um, well, I mean, if you were to stand, but how how wide is it? Because if you were to stand it, the Xbox One up, it's one it's one controller wide and one controller long. Okay, that's pretty big. It's still pretty big. That's pretty big. I'm, yeah. I'm okay with, like, I mean, like, my computer is huge. Your computer is huge. I'm okay with having a huge console. Yeah. Especially if it, if it works well. I'm fine with that. Well, just looking at, back at the actual photo, like, on the top, there's, like, like, on the side of the Xbox One X, uh, or even on, the, even on the top of the Xbox One X, there's, like, a little area for, like, heat to vent out. Yeah. But, like, that on the, on the Series X is so big. And it's, like, so open. Let's skip this song, because I fucking hate it so much. Okay. Um, anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm wondering, like, is that just an easy way for dust to get into the console, and there's just going to be a bunch of issues with that, or what? Mm. I never thought about that, because, yeah, yeah, my computer sometimes gets dust on the air vent, and then it yeah. just fucks it up, so. Yeah. So, um, yeah I hope but I- one of the things that is really cool, like, I've been looking up um, uh, exclusives for the console. And there's some really cool, like uh, I saw. Oh yeah, this is a little plug for us too. I'm I'm making a Reddit account for video games now after this long time. But in order to make a Reddit page with that account, I have to wait 30 days and get enough uh, karma. But uh, I was on Reddit and I was looking at the Xbox page and some of then the Jurassic World Evolution uh, Xbox looks so cool. Yes, and Xbox, uh, well, there's two. There should be two different models of Xbox coming out, like the Series X, right? Because they were talking about the... Excuse me, the, the Scarlet and the Anaconda, and the Anaconda is supposed to be, like, the bigger, better console. Well, my Anaconda don't want none, unless you got buns, hon. Alright. <laughs> 
Okay, so that was the poll for last week, and I don't know if I like your poll for this week. What is is Santa relevant? <laughs> is is the universe a lie? Why what? what? <laughs> is the universe a lie? Is the universe is it real? Are we in the Matrix now? Yeah. Unplug me. No, I, I don't mind the Matrix. So I think actually our poll question this week should be, uh, I'm sure a lot of people are getting uh, extended time off for the holidays, so what games will you be playing this year? That's I mean, a, I mean this, this, this year. Christmas. What games will you be playing this year? Yeah, this year. Let's, yeah, <laughs> there it is. What games will you be playing this year? <laughs> From now until the end of the year, what games will you be playing? Do you know what it is for me? Minecraft, for me. Yeah, tell us about that. Oh, okay, because um, uh, I want to start a video series with Rodney and Will and whoever else that we got on the team, but... Uh, in Minecraft, you can have creative mode, obviously, where you can create whatever you want. And you can fly around and have access to all of the materials. So I'm building a like Dungeons and Dragons RPG in Minecraft. That I and then you once you're finished creating your world, you turn the world from creative mode to adventure mode, where you can't break any blocks unless you have a certain material. And like it's basically built for just having an adventure it's not like a, a mining survival game it just turns into a survival game and then I, i've built like castles and and dungeons and stuff for people to explore so i want to play that and because rodney's never played minecraft you've never played minecraft right i have not played minecraft no so but i want to i mean i can uh i can probably get into it i actually do like uh, games where you build oh, stuff dude it's super fun i mean like i i'm, I'm a pewdiepie fan i watch pewdiepie and he's did his whole Minecraft revival thing, but that's not the reason why I wanted to play. I'll just put that out there, but because uh, I also think it's a fun game. But people are like playing it unironically again, so um, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty fun. So I wanna I wanna put that together, and I think it'll be something fun and, and unique. Also, speaking about PewDiePie, his new game came out, the Poop Pooty. Have you seen that? <laughs> the what? His called Pooty. You play as a worm and you shit uh, shits, and then it's almost like Pikmin. It's a game that's like. Pikmin, but for your phone. So at work, okay. since I, I can't play any video games at work that aren't based on my phone, I've just been playing Pootie. So if you haven't played Pootie, check it out. It's actually really fun, and uh, you get to you get to play Pikmin as a worm. That's fun. Um, I'm gonna show you a picture. I'm gonna show Rodney a picture. You guys have to look it up on your so, own. So so this is slightly off topic. So um, does it sound echo echoey? Oh, okay, so I needed to fade up like. Anyways, yeah, so I played a game at PAX called uh, Eco, which has been in development for, like, a fucking eternity. Mm-hmm. Okay, that looks interesting. Yeah, um, Anyways, like, Will, the first time Will and I ever went to PAX was in 2016. So we went 16, 17, 18. Yeah. And we didn't go last year. But every year that we've been to PAX, Eco's been in the Indie League, like, we're in development, we're almost done. So, <laughs> so they've been in development for a long time. But it was a super fun game. Where um, it's a MMO type of thing, very similar to, to um, what I think Minecraft is. Mm-hmm. So you're like a guy, and you go and uh, what is it called? Echo. Echo or Eco? Sorry, Eco. Eco. So basically, you guys take uh, you log in and you you log into your world, and you and all the other players that log in are a community, and you guys have to work together in order to. Uh, build the community enough, for, like advance enough in technology for you guys to go into space because there's like this asteroid coming. Oh, that looks cool! I just googled the images for that. I would, I would definitely get behind playing that. Yeah. So some people have to go. And oh, hunt. it's it's on Steam. Is it out? Uh, fifteen percent off on Steam right now. Shit. Okay. Early access. There you go. You want to play it tonight? Yeah. I go. Well, I gotta, I gotta play hockey tonight, oh, and I'll, I, yeah, I got shit to do, and then I'm leaving tomorrow. So 
What? Wait, wait, I forgot you were leaving. Where are you yeah, going? Yeah, I'm going up north to Prince George to freeze my ass off. Oh my god, it's thirty-three dollars. Yeah, but anyway, so it's Christmas time. I'll get to, it. You have to send people out to like get food and bring it back and feed all the p- other people, and then um, you can send another group of people to cut down a bunch of trees and gather supplies and bring them back and build houses and stuff. When you're up in Prince George, are you going to have any any video games or no? Uh, I'll have my Switch for sure, and I'll probably bring my computer, but um, I'll have to de- like redownload all the games because it's on my laptop versus this super awesome gaming PC. Well, download Eco and we'll play it this Christmas. All right. If I can get away from my wife for two minutes. Uh-oh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Did she listen to this podcast? No. Sorry, Brittany. No. <laughs> oh. She was on one podcast unintentionally. She was like, she like, cause I'm in the living room. So when I record the podcast, she obviously can't watch TV or whatever, right? So I'm like, hey, do you mind going to the bedroom and watching TV in there or whatever? Because you just fucking fall asleep anyway. And <laughs> You mind coming to bed and playing on your phone there? Yeah. Now put your phone away. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, so she was had a couple drinks and she was in the background being all like, nyeh. <laughs> that doesn't sound like Brittany at all. Uh, I'll, I'll have to show you the podcast episode, but yeah. That's funny. Um, anyway, so putting up the poll rate now and uh, allow custom... Oh, I need to have the pro version for you to add your custom answer. What games are we playing this week? So, Eco, how about that? Then that'll make everyone check it out. Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you have to put you people can't put their own. Answers. No, I need I need I need to pay money for the pro version. Oh my god, bullshit! Um, okay, what's another Modern Warfare? People are playing a lot of Modern Warfare lately. Modern. The new the new season came out. It did, yes, and I played about a day of it. And, and then you can put um, Fortnite, Apex, and uh, Overwatch all together. For the, <laughs> the... Fortnite, because no one has style anymore. They're just going to play the standard. How many can you have? How many votes can you have? One. No, no, sorry. How many, uh, how many um, options can you have? Uh, I don't know. I'm just gonna keep putting them until let's it doesn't just, yeah. Stop. Let's just keep going until we <laughs> run out of options. <laughs> yeah, but we won't do that on the air. So the last thing uh, we're going to go through here quickly is uh, Epic Game Store. Oh, Spe- yeah. Speaking of fork knife, um, they kick off with ten dollar coupons and free games on their store. So uh, wait, who does that? This is Epic. Oh. Uh, so there's sales such as Control for uh, $40, which is 33% off. We got Metro Exodus for uh, $20, bucks, which is 50% off. Surviving Mars at $10, which is 66% off. I've never even heard of that game. Rainbow What's it called? S- uh, Surviving Mars. Hmm. Rainbow Six Siege is uh, 60% off, but it doesn't tell me a price. What's what's full? What's Is it a full price game? Uh, Siege? Uh, Rainbow Six Siege? Yeah. I think so. I mean, they, the updates are constant enough that it's almost like a fresh game every single. Okay. I, maybe it's thirty dollars. I think it might be. Uh, I think it might be thirty. So the world of goo is two dollars. It's eighty five percent off. Get it, everybody. Let's play the world of goo. The world. Forget of goo. about Evo. We're what playing f- world of goo. What the fuck even is that? I'm I can't gonna... find my uh, my uh, Steam app. All right. Well. Okay. World of goo. Oh, actually, you know what. <laughs> Does it look fun? Oh, yeah. It kind of looks fun. World of Goo looks like you're an engineer of sorts and you're using goo, little goo characters. It looks like that cut the rope. Yeah. Oh, those are freaky. Like lemmings, but like with goo. Lemmings. Uh, Yeah, this is cool. Check out the World of Goo for $2. Uh, So... Uh, the Steam store also has a, a bunch of winter stuff as oh, well. Oh, is that all the Steam store there? I was just going to look up the Steam store. Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah I, had it, I had it here. Uh, so, Frostpunk, Dark Souls 3, Total War, Hammer. Oh, how much is Frostpunk off for? It's 12 bucks, 60, it's, it's 60% off. 12 bucks right now? Yeah. Is that a good game? 
Uh, it looks like a good game. It's my, it's my style. It's like a like a strategy um, uh, building uh, game, but it's like um, that other the surviving one. I don't know. Yeah, it looks like a good game. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying that. No worries. So all you freaking cool people that want to play the game of the year, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, you can get it for 39 bucks. This War of Mine. It looks like this War of Mine, but rather than a, like a, a couple people surviving, it's like yeah. a whole city. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, 39 bucks right now for 35% off on the Steam store. Uh, Monster Hunter World, which my brother's been asking oh me to play. Oh my god, yes. You don't, you don't, get on that Monster Hunter, man. Monster Hunter 3 got me started, and once you get hooked on a Monster Hunter, like, that's it. You're, you're done. Well, I, I didn't get hooked on. I played the one on the 3DS, and I just... It didn't. Oh my god, that one is so good. I think you really? might have to start. That one is so good. I played the shit out of that. I played the demo, and I wasn't hooked at all. So Forget about the demo, man. You, come, you gotta play Monster Hunter with me. Yeah, it's monster is incredible. It'll happen. Stardew Valley is nine dollars, forty percent off on the Steam store. Max Payne three seven dollars, sixty five percent off. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is fifty dollars, seventeen percent off. Really? Goddamn holidays, and you're only gonna give a seventeen percent off. Fucking Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. It's still new. It's still new. Yeah, I suppose. All right, well that'll about wrap up this podcast. Mr. Cole, thanks for joining us in studio. In person. I wish I wish we could do all of them in person, but we live like so literally an hour away. I know. <laughs> it is it's crazy. Like if you live like 15 minutes away, like any other normal human being friends, I would definitely do it all the time, but like Yeah, but uh it's hard enough to get Will on Skype to fucking record a podcast, let alone get him to drive somewhere. Bastard. Yeah. Well, I'll do it at his house. Oh, oh, he. Okay, here, here's a here's a fun fact about Will. No one, including me, I've known the fucking guy for five years, f- five years almost now, uh, has seen the inside of Will's house. He will not let anybody go inside his house. So I don't know if he's growing like fucking weed or like some he's sort of. He's got a meth lab. He's, he's got, got a meth like lab. Slaves down there. Yeah. So um, I think part of the reason is because like his mom passed away and he's got a bunch of boxes and stuff and he just doesn't want to go through it but he doesn't want to deal with that yeah but anyways i'll deal with it for him i'll go unpack his well, I, i've offered that I, I don't mean that in like a dickish i mean like in a good way yeah no i, I have, i've offered that too where they're like hey i'll come over and help you unpack some boxes or whatever but uh yeah no not one singular person has ever seen like mark included mark's known will for way fucking longer than anybody mm-hmm. and he's never seen the inside of his house either see will if you were here you could be defending yourself right now or talking about this but you're not <laughs> thanks for thanks for showing up, Will. <laughs> I think he's working today. What is? Somebody, oh, you oh, got yeah. to Photoshop my face, even though I haven't been here very much either. You got to Photoshop my face over Will's. Face. I'll just put a beard on Will's face. Done. <laughs> and it's blonde, and he's got black hair. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyways, thanks for listening to the Video Games Now podcast. Leave a review and whatever you listen to the show on, and then jump on social media like Facebook and now our new Reddit page, and let us know what you think of the show. Reddit page won't be up yet, though. I'm still working on it. <laughs> oh, okay. But I mean, once we do have it up, we'll, we'll say something about it. But it takes 30 days, and I just made the account yesterday. Okay. So right. in 29 days, <laughs> check out the Reddit page. Uh, all right. So uh, we look forward to hearing you from what you guys have to say about this uh, podcast. And uh, thanks for listening again. Until then, we'll see you guys on the next one. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.